Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. All right, Brad, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? It's good to see you. We are uh, we're back on track 2022. We got our first podcast in the year. I'm Chris Hoy, president of Career Crossroads and your host uh, for what we are hoping is a smoothly live streamed. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, Brad, why don't you do a quick introduction of yourself? For those who don't know you, I like to call it the escalator pitch. You get about a minute to just kind of tell give a little bit of background about who you are. Uh, what you do, where you work, and maybe even a little bit on this amazing beard that you have grown. <laughs> I've never seen you with a beard. I've known you for a decade. I love it. This is this is the longest it's ever been in my life. And I've got to this point, it's going all the way. So anyway, hi, Chris. Great to see you again. Uh, for everybody watching, Brad Cook. Uh, I work for a company called Intuitive Surgical. We are a, a robotic surgery company. Um, been there for a couple of years. Really, really fascinating technology. Um, wonderful to be at a company that actually is a mission-led organization to help you know, a lot of people that need surgery and get out of it minimally and basically. Um, been in recruiting, fell into recruiting in 2005 um, and led up a number of organizations. Um, yeah, very much the geeky TA leader, love the technology and, uh, and love getting into the process and analytics to make things happen. My, my background is not recruiting, so my background has been sales and operations many, many moons ago at Cisco. So tend to leverage a lot of those backgrounds from the uh, from the sales and operations into into talent acquisition. So looking forward to having a conversation today. Nice. Well, I, we're glad to have you on the show. I have to tell you, Brad. So you've always been one of my favorite TA leaders because um, there is an it is a, a interesting. It's always a fun conversation with you about the interesting balance and and the I'm going to call it an affliction uh, that at least that I suffered from shiny bauble syndrome. Uh, and, I, and it's a it's a fandom of technology for solutions sake. But, uh, you know, you're kind of one of those TA leaders we have that is not afraid to dabble in, you know, putting some new things together for solving sake. Right. I love something that someone said to me years ago is you you build the Frankenstein and, you know, but the Frankenstein has been able to sing a dance. And and we've gone through technology advances in the last many years. Yeah, you know, when I started trying to bolt everything together, there was no such thing as API connectivity in an ATS. You'd you'd barely get a spreadsheet out of an ATS, let alone an API connectivity. So you throw that in there now. Now you start to throw you know real machine learning. I don't bother with the AI crap, but real machine learning. You start to bolt those things together. You can build a Frankenstein that can actually cook your breakfast. So yeah, I think we are in a pretty interesting space right now. I would say my affliction to shiny objects is certainly. Uh, um, it's dulled over the years because, you know, what a salesperson says, what the, the implementation engineers can actually deliver are two very different things. Um, and there's a few black eyes out there in the vendor land and saying they can do things that they can't. So. Yeah, we, learn, we learn along the ways, but I mean, you've done some Mel, it would it be, it'd be Mel Brooks versions of, of the Frankenstein. So you have put some things together that are pretty impressive, but you're right. It does get a little easier. And I think as we get, as we mature in our career, Maybe we calm down just a little bit on that front. Absolutely. Calming down is a good thing, especially during going during COVID. We, we need things that are actually going to work, not, not spend more time fixing the bad things. So, so it, it raises an interesting point because this is, I think, and this is probably lessons learned, right? We learn, we learn a lot of this along the way, is that um, there's a lot of work that has to happen before we can just 
implement new technology, uh, right? And we're labeling that, you know, for the discussion here, we're going to talk a little bit about transformation, but can you share a little bit about what, what the word transformation means to you in, in this context? Yeah, so, so for me, the transformations that I've been dealing with probably the last 10 years is coming from a business perspective. All organizations that I've been in have had massive growth. They've had you know, either global expansions or just huge, huge headcount growth. And you've, you can really tackle it two ways. You, you tackle it by throwing lots and lots of bodies at it, or you right-size the amount of bodies and you work smarter versus harder. So the, the transformations that, especially with Intuitive, is global expansion, global process, um, getting some infrastructure in that's going to scale to a 20,000-person company that will be within the next three to five years. Um, and part of that transformation is, quite frankly, for me, starting with the end in mind. Where do we need to be and what do we need to put in place today to support tomorrow in a global world with, you know, quite frankly, a lot of different folks around the world that need to do things differently, different labor laws, and, and bring all those things together and still be able to deliver a solution that's not just for the recruiters, but for the candidates, the managers, and everybody in between that, that X experience level. Yeah, and I got to say, you you didn't pick uh, you didn't pick a calm year because you're in the middle of an implementation now, right? For for it's new system. One gray. <laughs> you're you're in the middle of a, a graying uh, implementation now, right? For a, a global applicant tracking system, uh, I'll leave it up to you whether you want to name it or not. But there had to be there had to be some serious um, concern because this is not a normal recruiting year. This has not been, the last two years have not been normal. So to take something on like that, I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? <laughs> yes. So the, the, the time at which we decided we were going to put in the new ATS in, um, we were supposed to have a quiet year, which would have been the ideal time to do it. We've, we've hired, I'm going to you know, jump out QDOS for the team, but you know, we've hired 4X of what we had originally planned. So we've been playing catch up all year from a recruiting perspective. Um, but at the end of the day, I've always had to put COVID aside. Yes, it's a crazy year for us. It's been you know, four times more than what we anticipated to hire. Um, but put that aside, the end goal didn't change. We are going to grow as a company, whether it's that size in three years or that size in five years, the trajectory is massive. Um, so we need to put the implementation for that. And, and it was quite easy you know, coming into Intuitive two years ago. We had very little metrics. Everything was run out of a spreadsheet out of Taleo. And it was a 12-year-old version of Taleo. And it was very difficult to say, show me how many recs we had open. What's the time to fill? Like there was literally very little data out there. Um, so the decision was easy. We need to put a platform in and we have selected smart recruiters um, as the core platform. And we have a lot of technology that had been in place prior to me getting there. So a lot of contracts are already in place. So, you know, gone forward and started to build. I won't say we've built the Frankenstein, because I will say what I love about smart recruiters is their marketplace infrastructure. Yeah, they already have a lot of technology that bolts into the marketplace. So yeah, we'll have smart recruiters as our core ATS platform. We have Phenom as our CRM and career site platform. We have HireScore that sits on top of that for candidate management and true, true AI rediscovery and discovery within the platform. We have all of our data dumping out of the systems, even today with Taleo, into a data warehouse. And that data warehouse now feeds our Tableau dashboards. So at any point in time, I can just click a couple of buttons and see exactly what's going on anywhere in the world of all of our day-to-day you know, -day transactions. So, yeah, it was, a, it was not a quick journey to get to where we are. We go live in two weeks and counting. 
So we're starting final training, training as of this week. So super excited to get get it moving forward. When you say when you say the beard's going all the way, is it just going to go live or how, like how, what is no, all the way? It's it's going to be going for another at least another month. At okay. least another month. Yeah, I've got to get it to fall over. Like it's still sticking out everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all just slowly morphing into Jerry. So, so let me ask you, so you've got, um, this is big news for the recruiting team. This has, I mean, everyone has to be excited about this has got to be a considerable sort of upgrade uh, to everything that's already implemented, what you expect to get out of it. You know, all of your KPIs I imagine are going to be impacted by some of the proficiencies you get. So big win for everybody, but can you share a little bit about the transfer, the transformative side of that before, like as you prep for this and as you kind of get your ducks in a row, are you nudging some ducks? Are you kicking some ducks to some of the ducks get, just get chucked? From a, from a business process perspective, the Taleo system was not a system that allowed continuity around the world. So it wasn't that just each country was doing something different, even at the beginning, within the US, each functional area was doing something different inside Talaya because the workflows could not be structured in such a way that they were mandatory. You knew everybody passed through certain gates. So part of the, the early transformation, um, and, and we leveraged Elaine Orla for this, and I've done this a few times with her, is come in and we did lots and lots of focus groups with, with business partners, managers, recruiters all over the world. I think there's probably 150 people we spoke to and said, what do you need out of a system? And we did that right up front. And that was the starting point to say, what do you think you need? We were, we were educating them along the way of what was possible. Prior to that, we did a whole lot of demos of all the different systems. So everybody could get an excitement of, wow, I didn't know that was possible. We've never had that in Taleo, but now we have that in different platforms. So that, that early part of the transformation was to get people excited about what they didn't know about. And then it was, well, what do you want from the system? So basically out of that came the RFP that went out to all the vendors and there was a big long laundry list of if anybody can build this, hats off to you because there was some crazy ass stuff in there. Um, but guess what? We're thinking about what are we going to need in two or three years time, not what we need now. And from there, we then started to the change management exercise with everybody around the world of, yeah, how are we going to do it differently? Because if I had a dollar for every time I heard that that's not how we do it, like, guess what? Blow that one up because here's how we're going to be doing it moving forward. The old Taleo stuff is gone. And, and quite frankly, that was the biggest time, the time suck for us is getting everyone on board to start looking at things differently and how to build a consistent process. At the end of the day, if you have a, an 80-20 process, 80% is consistent, you can get all the metrics you need out of it easily and then you can just modify the last 20 percent for the local for, uh, for the local countries and stuff like that the business process stuff can never be underestimated how long that takes to do that's been the biggest time chew for us um, in just getting it getting everybody on the same page especially when they've been used to doing things very very differently um, that that's the element of the transformation that takes the longest um, but it's also the most exciting because as you're going through it you can start to see where you can really drive efficiencies. The, the, as I said before, the, the team has killed it from a hiring volume perspective this year. You know, they're killing themselves in the process for doing it, which is which is not good. And we're, we're very much focused on that. But we're at the point when we get live with smart recruiters where we're really getting working smarter versus harder. We've already seen just in some of the, the, the re-engineering and processes that we have prior to go live, 
we've seen you know, big increases in, in fill rates for recruiters just by getting people to think about how things work together. Nice. Well, mm. let me ask you, Brett. So in terms of uh, ATS implementation, this is not your first rodeo. It's no. certainly not even your second rodeo. No. Uh, you, <laughs> so if you if you had one thing to <laughs> seven, you've done seven of these. So maybe the seventh, yeah. Oh, man, lucky number seven then. Yeah. Yes. So, so with all of that experience under your belt, and I wouldn't wish seven on anybody, by the way, brother, with all of that under your belt, uh, what, what would be one thing you would tell a leader who's getting ready to take this on, especially with everything that we have been through as TA leaders over the last two years, knowing, you know, all of the business uh, and the same scenario, what, what would be one thing you'd tell them in advance of kicking everything off other than buckle up? It's a, it's a very easy answer, and, and the answer is simple. Have a dedicated TA specialist on your technology. This is not a technology. The ATS implementations or any TA implementation is not something you can throw to IT. You've got to have people that have recruiting understanding. So, you know, I've, you know people don't know, I've had a Debbie for years, and Debbie had been with me for many, many years and implemented uh, the ATSs, and and. Debbie owned the technology end to end. So she knew I'd come up with the crazy ideas and then she would have to go and implement with the vendors. And you need that. Without that, you actually don't have a strong enough business partner. And I don't believe you'd ever have a strong enough business partner in IT because they may know the technology, but now they don't own or don't know the business process. Um, anytime I've implemented and I have, have done it once or twice without that, it's not as successful and it takes a lot longer. But as soon as you have that one individual that can be the go-to for business process and technology and making the two meld together, it does become much easier. I'd, I'd probably all be gray if I didn't have that in the past. <laughs> well, Brad, I want to thank you again for being on the show. We appreciate the tips and kind of sharing what you're going through. Uh, and I, I'm anxious to hear how that implementation, you got another month until uh, maybe you can come up for air, I imagine. Yes, 24th of, the 24th of January, we go live. We'll have a stabilization period and then back into getting more out of it. I, I think we're going to have to have another appearance just before you cut the beard off <laughs> and, and see how it went. I'm going to do it in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a show all by itself. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.